Well, hello, everyone. Uh, welcome to the Miller Mites podcast. My name is Owen Miller, uh, and I'm here with my brother, Silas Miller. Silas, how you doing, man? Good. I mean, today hasn't been the best, you know, but... I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah, it kind of sucked. Kind of sucked? Yeah, it sucked. But that's okay, because we're talking football now. You that's know? right. You know, it probably sucked because we haven't been talking football. Right. You know, it's it's this is exciting, because uh, we get to finally voice our opinions. How do you feel about that? I mean, considering we've been talking to our moms about it for the past... Oh, yeah. She's pretty She's pretty sick of that. Yeah. Yeah. We need we need people to listen, you know. Yeah, that's right. Uh, whether they listen or not, we're going to be saying it anyways. How about it? For me, the... The whole idea behind this was because you, my friend, uh, you kind of live and die for college football. I mean, you could say that. I I did. Yeah, that's true. Uh, you you could say that I live and die by football. I watch it all day Saturday. Okay. Which is unhealthy. Um, I wait all year for it, you know, and uh, I'm excited to talk to you guys about it. That's right. And you, you're very knowledgeable about it. Well, thank you. Yeah, for for those like, uh, I mean, this is our first episode. For those like turn, tuning in, uh, they're gonna they're probably wondering like uh, the Miller Mites podcast. I mean, like, what what is that about? You know, right? What is it about? Well, it's about everything college football. That's right, strictly college football. We don't we don't talk about that, NFL and we don't crap. care if you like our opinions or not. Right, we don't care because I mean, we just don't care. No, at all. I I honestly, your opinion means nothing to me. That's scripture. That okay. it's biblical. Yeah. Anyway, uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean it is. But uh, no, we're not talking. We're not talking about scripture. We're not talking about the NFL. We're not talking about. Screw the NFL. You know, screw the NFL. Because, because my goodness, I watched a lot of NFL yesterday. Did you? Yeah. How about the Browns? <laughs> How about them? How about it, man? Four and two. We'll take it. We'll take it. Uh, yeah, you can't get greedy. We're not talking about NFL. Okay, that's right. Yeah. All right, we're talking college football, and uh, boy, do we have a lot to talk about. In the Miller Mice podcast, we decided uh, we're going to break up each episode. I'm not sure how long they'll go, and mm-hmm. we'll figure out, uh, you know, after you know the recording is done. Mm-hmm. But uh, we, we're going to break up each episode into uh, four sections. We'll no. try not to ramble too much. Five sections. Five sections. Five sections. Yes, we're going to do just like football, first and ten. Second and eight. Oh, wow. We got two yards there. Yeah, we, we ran it. We yeah, ran okay, okay. Right. And it was a really good defense. Mm-hmm. Okay, first and ten. Second and eight. Third and four. Oh, we, the slant route. We doubled the, yard, the yards we gained uh, yep. on first down mm-hmm. there. Okay? Fourth and goal. Oh, wow. We were in the red zone. <laughs> we, we're in the red zone. Now. Okay. We're yeah. going for it. And then Hail Mary. Hail Mary. Yeah, not from the red zone. We oh. lost a lot of the yards. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> it's like in the video games when you just run back. Like, you right. run backwards with your quarterback. Yeah, just, just see if he can make it to the the opposite end zone. Right. Right. Yeah. I love doing that. Anyway, so that's what we're going to be doing. Um, we're going to try to... We're, we're going to try to be not biased. We're going to try to just be... We're going to state our opinion and our thoughts. Yes, yeah, so we're not going to be people pleasers, but we're not going to be biased. And we're not going to be freaking ESPN either. Wow. Screw ESPN. You know, ESPN <laughs> drives me crazy. Yep. And, and part of the reason why we're doing this. Right. So if you like ESPN, go listen to one of their podcasts. 
I'm kidding. Stay here, Stay, please. please. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm just a little heated. All right, so let, let's do it. Okay, let's go. Let's go. Let's go. All right, boys and girls. First and ten. First and ten. First and ten. This is the first first and ten we've ever had. The crowd, you know, it's always pumped at the beginning of the game, you know. Yeah. So, like, the energy is high. It's high. It's a big game. Do you hear the bells? I hear them now. I, I hear the bells. Wow. Now I'm pumped. Yeah. So let's get into it here. Okay. Uh, so what we're going to do first, uh, we're just going to state uh, our top ten. Okay. As of right now. Okay. Uh, and that can include the teams that haven't even, like, stepped foot on the field yet. Okay. This, this COVID stuff, it's been, it's been pretty crazy. So right. Silas, yep. I would love to hear uh, your top ten. We're going to go for it. We're, you're just going to say it. Um, just state them. Just okay. Start at ten and work your way down. All right, well, obviously, number one, I've got Clemson. Or you could you could start at one and work your way oh, up. Oh, is that what you said? I'm sorry. It doesn't matter. Whatever. No, start with one. Okay. We'll, we'll, work, we'll, just, we'll just just go for it. All right, not to spoil anything, but Clemson is my number one. Uh, dropped 73 points last week. Yeah, I mean, they they had no – like, they just went off. Yeah, and, like, why Georgia Tech? I don't understand. Yeah. Well, I'm pretty sure why it's not? because Alabama was playing Georgia and they wanted to make a statement. Ah, you know, yeah, they want to stay number one. Um, and the winner of the Alabama Georgia game comes in at number two. That would be Alabama. Uh, right, right. We're gonna be talking about that later. Yes, we'll be talking about that game later. That's what everyone wants to talk about. Yep, seventeen point victory in Tuscaloosa. They stay at number two. Uh, at number three, you got Ohio State. Haven't played yet. They're gonna play this weekend. Uh, they're loaded. I mean, come on. I mean, it's Ohio State. Yeah. They're, there's they no don't reason. have to play, and they're number three. And did you see another game last week? I mean, there's no reason they should be number three. I don't know. The AP pool came out, and they were number three, and I'm like, what? No. 12 I seven. believe they were three in the coaches' poll as well. Right. We'll get to them here in a second. At number four, this might come as a shocker, but I got Oklahoma State. Okay. Uh, the Cowboys are off their second bye week in a row. Baylor postponed because of COVID. Disappointing. Yes, very disappointing. I was hoping to watch that game. Uh, that was Kirk Herbstreit and Chris Fowler's first night off in a long time. Like that's true. They didn't. They didn't talk on. Yeah, Saturday. I didn't have to. I didn't hear my boy Kirk at all. Right. Dang. Well, we got to hear Joel. We heard Joel. Yes. And I like Joel. Yep. So Oklahoma State at four, and then Notre Dame at five. Okay. They're lucky. I mean, that's a lucky five spot. Yep. They uh, they could have been a lot like deeper down my list here, but. Uh, until like they next week, lost. when Penn State plays and Ohio State plays, Notre Dame's going to keep dropping unless okay. they, unless they look more powerful. Then I got Penn State zero and zero. They got at Indiana this week. That's a tricky game. Okay, that's a, it's something to look forward to. Yeah, that's a tricky game at three thirty. I think Penn State f- finds themselves these three thirty games on the road. They usually find themselves losing. If you look in the past when they went to Minnesota. Or some of these other teams, they just find themselves not winning. Mm. And I think that's why this game is so tricky for them, unless they are dialed in and get right. the, the W. Okay. Which most people probably think they will. All right. And then I got Georgia. Uh, they lost Alabama, and so they didn't drop that much. But it was a 17-point loss. Stetson Bennett, man. Right. Georgia's got some serious QB questions there in Athens. And then BYU. BYU is rolling teams. Uh, 4-0, 5-0. I think they're 4-0. You put uh, them at what spot? 8. Wow. Yep. Love to see it. 
you love to see teams like that, you know. Uh, that's my top group of five team right now out there in Utah. BYU, yeah, they're just rolling teams right now. And a lot of people have them as a sleeper for the playoff. I think Oklahoma State is the biggest sweep, uh, sleeper for the playoff. So BYU, I'm not sure if they're there yet, but that's pretty high on my list. And then Texas A&M uh, beat Mississippi State, who, wow. Mississippi State after that first win, Wow. I mean, they're just falling apart. It's like that was a distant memory or something. Not good. No, but staying on the Texas A&M route, they uh, beat them. Second win in a row after losing to Alabama. So they are up there. And then I have Oregon. I think Oregon, they're just, their defense is just insane. Uh, they haven't played yet. They're going to play in November. But that is my top team in the Pac-12. And I don't think there's any reason they should be lower. Okay, so that's, that's your top 10 then. Yes. All right. Uh, I'm not going to lie. My top 10 looks pretty similar. Okay. Um, minor differences as we go lower um, in the uh, ranking. But, like, yeah, number one, Clemson. Um, just, I mean. Come on. Yeah, they're on another level. Everyone knows. We're not even going to freaking talk about them. Okay. Alabama. Uh, there, I've got them at two. Mm-hmm. Um, because, I mean, they beat Georgia, and they looked good doing it. Mm-hmm. I mean. I, I, I'd hate to put them above Ohio State, but Ohio State hasn't played a game yet. And I feel like after after next week, when they do play a game, I'll have every reason to put them. Right, and I think other other uh, voters will too. I think okay. Ohio State after one Yeah, win. so this week it's weird not having Ohio State there, but uh, Alabama, they deserve the number two spot for at least this week. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, Ohio State then at number three. And um, yeah, I mean, we'll see how that, that goes this week. Yep. Uh, Oklahoma State at four. So, yeah, so far we are identical. I like Oklahoma State. They've got uh, Chuba Hubbard's back. I mean, they, not having seen them play in a while mm-hmm. is weird, but I still like them at four because, I mean, they're they're loaded. Right, and, and the think, defense is the highlight right now. Right, and when Spencer Sanders comes back, and I believe he will against Baylor, he's supposed to play this weekend. Right, so he'll be there for Iowa State this weekend. Iowa State this weekend. Yep. Okay. All right, uh, number five, Notre Dame. Um, not much to talk about there. No, I mean, what was the score? Twelve to seven. Yeah, that's just what is that? I know, and it was at home. I mean, I feel I feel like Notre Dame gets a lot of love when I, I just I don't get it. I don't I don't think they deserved it. Okay. Okay. So number five, um, Notre Dame. Number six, Penn State. Yep. I mean, we'll see how that goes this weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, number seven, Georgia. Um. You know, and from here on, from here on out, we got Georgia, then Texas A and M, then Florida for me. I hate putting that many SEC schools in right now, but with like the teams that are playing and the teams that are not playing, and the records, like, I, it sickens me. But here it is. So number seven, Georgia. Number eight, Texas A and M. Number nine, Florida, and ten, BYU. Yep. So I, I had them in there as well. So, and they're just putting up a lot of numbers. Yep. So it's pretty cool to see a team. I'll give it to you. I'll put you in my top 10, BYU. There you are. So so there's that. Yep. Okay. Uh, moving on from our top 10, uh, Silas, I want to know what your top five games of the year are so far. Okay. So, well, I'm going to be honest. I'm a guy that really likes shootouts. And what better way? You like to see the ball in the end zone. Yes. I, it, it's a beautiful thing. And when there's... 40 to 50 points on the board, I mean, that's just my kind of game. I know most people like the defense and stuff, and defense is boring at times. Is that weird to say? Is that unprofessional? It's I mean, completely professional. 
those seven to fourteen games can be fun sometimes. That's just not for you. No, you want to see you. You like the air raid type. Offense. Yes, the explosiveness. That's just the era that I've grown grown up with. With um, excuse me. So here's my top five: Kansas State at Oklahoma, the first upset of the year, pretty much. Uh, Kansas State, the second year in a row that they took down the Sooners. Okay. Which, I mean, you love to see that sometimes, right? And then at number four, we're going to stay with Oklahoma, their second upset of the year when they went to Ames, Iowa, and lost to Iowa State. That was crazy. Yes, that was a crazy game. That was a great game, though. I agree. Uh, And then number three, I got Texas at Texas Tech. Sam Ellinger went off. I don't even know how they won that game. That was was insane (laughs) there in uh, Lubbock. And then Florida at A&M. Uh, A&M upset Florida. That was a pretty good game down yep. there. And, yep. And then number one, Texas-Oklahoma. Double overtime. Yeah. I mean. That was a great game. Yeah. You can't you can't ask for, I mean, and then for both of them to have bye weeks afterwards, it was like they played uh, two weeks of football there one night. So yes. So it was pretty cool. And then the whole, uh, the whole uh, Oklahoma's quarterback, uh, Spencer Rattler, mm-hmm. growing up. He's growing up. Yes. He's growing up. It was, uh, you love to hate him. Yes, you yeah. do. But uh, he uh, got to play. He played well later on, better than he did at the beginning of the game. Yeah, and in other games of the season. So. I'm pretty sure most people in the world hate him. So yeah. So I, I mean, I'm, I didn't. Feel I've heard bad. a lot of harsh words towards him. Yeah, I didn't feel bad saying that. So I guess that shows well, how good. the world feels. Yeah. So okay, yeah, top five games. I like that. Um, so let's talk about let's talk about what everyone wants to hear. Okay. Okay. Alabama, Georgia. All right. Uh, we're. I mean. We talked about we didn't talk about it because this is our first episode, but like everybody was talking about it beforehand, mm-hmm. and then afterwards, uh, still all we want to talk about because like that was like the big game, right? And when the music came on for CBS, like my yeah. entire body got chilled. I think we watched it three times. Yes, we did. We just rewind it. Yeah, and we just like brought new people in the room. Yeah, every time. Yeah, we're like, hey, come see the CBS intro music. Like, yeah, because that's the best part. And then so. Gary Danielson came on. And- that kind of got done. Then we muted it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Okay, so what, what was your uh, takeaways from Alabama-Georgia? Well, I said this, this earlier. Uh, Stetson Bennett, he's good. But Georgia really has questions. He's also short. Sheesh. That ball got batted down quite a few times. Yeah, they have questions at the QB position. I mean, Mac Jones outplayed him. Right. Like, yep. I mean, I understand that Mac Jones' wide receiver core is out of this earth. You can just throw it up and they'll go get it. Yep, Jalen Waddle, Devontae Smith, it's insane. Uh, but Mac Jones outplayed Bennett. Uh, those picks in the second half were just questionable for Georgia. And, uh, yeah, Alabama just pulled away. That's my biggest takeaway is the, the QB situation at Georgia. I mean, Jake Fromm was what? I think he was a four-star in high school. Mm-hmm. He never developed in college. Like, Georgia never took him to the next level. And I think this is, okay. if you put this into perspective, if you go to Michigan, okay, Donovan Peoples-Jones, who got drafted by the Browns, was a five-star right. out of high school. And he went to Michigan, who had a lot of hype behind him. Jim yeah. Harbaugh had just come there. He never developed. He could have been lights out. Right. And I feel like Donovan Peoples-Jones just wasn't at Michigan. Okay. The lights out wide receiver. That's kind of a hot take. Yes. He wasn't he wasn't what he was hyped up to be as okay. a five star. And I think that's what Jake Fromm was a little bit. He went to the Rose Bowl and won and then lost in the championship, but after that he was kind of just static. He never 
he he never uh, advanced past that level. Is what you're saying? Right. And now they have a new QB. Okay. And they just don't know what to do, really. Now, could you say the same for Oklahoma and how they develop? I think it's a different situation. I think Lincoln Riley has just been handed veteran QBs. He's like, yeah, we'll take we'll take that quarterback for you guys. We'll just yeah, you don't we'll want just him. Send him over here. here. Yeah, yes. we'll take it. He is learning right now how to develop a QB, and I think he will learn. And before he goes to the NFL, <laughs> I mean, okay, yeah, he's gonna go to the NFL. Okay, Lincoln Riley will. All right, so back to the Alabama Georgia. Okay, okay, so um, we were talking, and you said about uh, let's, let's continue talking about the quarterback situation. Okay, because I, I did, I took it away a little bit away from Georgia's quarterback and made it about Oklahoma. We don't want to talk about that. No, we want to talk about Georgia's quarterback. Yeah, do you think? They can continue to win ball games. I understand Alabama is at a they're like on a different level than Georgia even mm-hmm. in terms of uh, they they have a bunch of men on their team right and Georgia I I can say they have some but not as many and, yes and and it showed so with uh, the quarterback situation in Georgia with Georgia I think we were let me steal this folly here I think we were. I can't think of the word. Probably um, misguided a little bit with Georgia. Okay. Uh, they were really hyped with Bennett, like the Stetson Bennett train, because they beat Auburn. They beat Tennessee. And if you didn't realize, both teams lost on Saturday. Auburn lost to South Carolina. Uh, there's lots of question marks there. Right. Like, what was that? And then Tennessee has even more question marks as they lose to Kentucky at home. Kentucky, they killed I, them. Yeah. I hate to say it, but Kentucky's on like the lower end, like stereotypically. Of, of, the, of, of the, the SEC football. Yes. I agree. And yes. For some reason, they put Tennessee like up there with the, the rest, right. even though it's been like two decades. So we, we looked at the, the wins that Georgia had, what you're saying. Right. As, a lot, as, as bigger wins than what they were. And they were both at home. No, we, we don't want to take any credit away from Georgia. Alabama, in my opinion, Alabama's good. They're, they're a great team. Alabama's a great team. Yeah. Okay? Georgia, Georgia's just not on that level. Right. Offensively, I think. Right. Defensively. They're Defensively, Georgia's fine, and I think that's the reason they will win games. But is it, is it safe to say, I know there's also Florida there, is it safe to say that Georgia's still the second best school, like football program in the SEC right now? If I were to take a guess... Yes. Okay. I think so. Okay. Um, I know Texas A&M's starting to move up. And yes. Florida, like you said, yes, they're there, but it's yet to be determined. There's like a gap between Alabama and then the two, three, four in the SEC. Right. Okay. Yep. And Auburn, they don't have it this year. Auburn doesn't have it this year. You saw Mac Jones played Auburn last year and lost. Well, Auburn, Auburn, they deserved to lose against Arkansas. Yes, that with was... The, with the uh, spike ball, that was a fumble, Yep, which was ridiculous. Um, but I, th- I feel like, uh, I hate to do this, but like, does media play a part with how the SEC is portrayed? Because I feel, I feel like with ESPN, this is just me, uh, I'm just... Right, yeah. Yeah, I'm just throwing this out there. ESPN, obviously, they, they own like SEC as a product. They've got the SEC Network. They got freaking Feinbaum. And look, with oh, I feel Baum. like I feel like ESPN really hypes up every team in the SEC. Okay. 
that's just just me. I feel like I don't, I have not been personally impressed. Neither with SEC football this I season. Agree. I agree, and I understand it's a COVID year, so like the the football teams are obviously not at their probably if they had the full spring to train and practice, whatever. Mm-hmm. I just I haven't been impressed. I don't know what the Big Ten's going to look like when they come back. Right. We don't know. That's why it's hard. I don't want to be too harsh yet. Mm-hmm. But so far, even the Alabama-Georgia game starting off, we had two interceptions in a row. Mm-hmm. I mean, it just looked it looked lackadaisical. It looked... I agree, yeah. that's It looked like gross football. Yeah, and let me say uh, to ESPN's likeness, okay. they, did, they did make sure people knew that the defense last week... Yes. When Ole Miss played Alabama. Yeah. They did make sure people knew that that was bad. Like, that was unexcusable, or inexcusable, excuse me, and that was bad. But, Inexcusable, yes. unacceptable. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Because Ole Miss, what was, who did Ole Miss play this weekend? Arkansas. And? Lost. He threw six picks. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, yeah. It just goes to show that out the Alabama, that's why I was a little excited to see. I think that was the hype behind the Alabama-Georgia game. Because we didn't really know Alabama's full right, potential was, against was, a Georgia. Yes. Against a Florida. which And then against the, you know what I mean? So, anyway. If Georgia's offense was like Ole Miss's offense, that game was, would be much closer. Because of, cause Ole Miss didn't have defense and Georgia does. That's, what, okay. that's the gap between Georgia's mm-hmm. offense. And Alabama was still impressive offensively. Mm-hmm. Their wide receiver game is just, oh, yeah. it's, on, it's on another level. So. Yep. Is that all? Is that all you have to say about? I know I I, I talked a lot. I kind of took it off topic there a little bit. No, you're fine. Alabama, Georgia. Anything else? No, I think that's it. Okay, that's good. So we ha- we have the news of Dan Mullen, uh, Florida State yes. coach, and now Jeff Jeff Brom. Yes, Purdue. Mm-hmm. Uh, they tested positive for COVID nineteen. Um, what do you What do you have to say about that? I mean, I. For Brom, that stinks. Yeah, because like they're they're back, you know. And yeah. I don't really know what happened there, to be honest with you. I mean, Brom, I'm sure they're following protocol. That's just a freak accident. But for Mullen, this is only ironic because yeah, absolutely, you go back to about a week ago, and he wants ninety thousand people. <laughs> he wants he wants everybody back. He, yes, he was so in the moment with the lost Texas A&M that he won ninety thousand people in the stands, and then what was it? A day later, he gets. Uh, tested positive for coronavirus. So that's ironic to me. Um, he'll be fine. You saw Saban tested positive, and it took him three days, five days, or something like that, right? To get back to normal, which was a little weird, right? And I think the Big Ten uh, is going to need to change that. The whole twenty-one day protocol. Don't like that at all. No. If Nick Saban can uh, spend five days, right, and coach on the sidelines, ripping his mask off when he's ticked off. Yes. And then there's like. Somebody, what is? The, can you explain to uh, those who don't know, like what what the Big Ten has right now, uh, in terms of if a a, a student or a, I mean, a, excuse me, a player or staff or staff member on uh, the the coaching squad, mm-hmm. what happens if they get COVID nineteen in the Big Ten? Okay, so it's pretty self explanatory. I mean, if you get if you test positive. Uh, I'm pretty sure you get to do it again to make sure it's not a false. Right. And then if it is, you're you're done for 21 days. You're quarantined by yourself for 21 days, which which is understandable. I mean, at least we're like we, we, like when they announce that, I'm like, okay, we'll take it. 
Right. At least we're getting Big Ten football. Ohio State mm-hmm. gets to play. We get to see Penn State again. That's good. But when you have the Nick Saban, when you have uh, Alabama's head coach five days and mm-hmm. he's back there on the sidelines, like, say, Justin Fields. Say, Justin Fields' freak accident gets COVID-19. Right. It, here's, a th- here's a thought. He's out for three thought. games. Yes. Unless he gets out on, like, a Tuesday. But that's besides the point. So, uh, here's some food Hopefully for Hopefully he gets out on a Tuesday, then. Yes. Um, the Big Ten is not allowing public into the stadiums. Right. Which means, because people are like, well, what if the Big Ten, what if the Big Ten gets postponed and then Ohio State can't go to the playoffs because the selection committee only saw six games? Right. Well, they're not doing what the SEC is doing with the whole public in the stands. Yep. They're taking more caution, like you're not going to see as many people in Columbus Mm -hmm. as you would in the SEC. Which means there's less chance for like a Justin Fields grab COVID. So, okay, yeah, but I mean that's a valid point. You, you still have to be. I know they're taking there's serious precautions. See, yeah, absolutely, and deservingly. Like we want everybody to take the right precautions. It is scary to think like with only like this week is when the Big Ten starts back up. Mm-hmm. There is no window for error. Nope. Like because. Yeah, that's what the, the selection committee is looking at. And yep. They need as many games as possible. Every every snap counts yep. for the Big Ten. So, um, yeah, with the whole Dan Mullen uh, and Jeff Brom testing positive for COVID-19, how do you feel, like, Florida moving forward? Like, is he you – th- you'll see him on the sidelines after – or is he – do we know? Is I he- think. I think you'll see him on the sideline on Saturday. Uh, he's probably in quarantine. Uh, he – you know, the, the whole five days of saving, that's – what I'm basing it off of. And how unfortunate for, like, Purdue. I know. That's just... And I know, and I saw, like, a bold take on uh, 24-7 Sports saying that they could finish in the top 25 at the end of the year. Yeah. Which, I mean... And if this he, is not the way you want to start. No. Yeah. It's, it's not. It's tough. It's what you never know. Like, I feel like every day there's something new yep. because of this pandemic. And so you have to be extra careful. Well, that concludes... First and ten. Okay, first and ten is over. We have made it, what, two yards? Yeah, we're moving on. We're moving the sticks. Well, not yet. Okay, hurry up offense. Yeah, oh, we're moving. Okay. Yes. Silas, Texas A&M. How do you feel about Texas A&M right now? Do you feel like they are turning the tide? Jimbo. Uh, well, here's the thing with Texas a and Is Jimbo, is he turning the tide, Silas? I mean, not yet. Okay. Because it, this goes back They're to, three and one. They're turning the tide. Exactly. They are three and one. Now, listen. Hear me out here. A&M... I think this goes back to your when you, what you said about the SEC like getting all this hype. A and M lost bad, bad to it, Alabama. It, it definitely wasn't pretty. No, it was bad. Uh, I mean, they got whooped, and I think that you. Oh, they beat Florida. You know. Oh my gosh, they beat Mississippi State. They're turning the tide. They lost 
52-24? Yes. That is way worse than Georgia. But it's two in Alabama. Alabama's defense got torched by Ole Miss. That's true. Got torched. Is 24, is 24 not enough for you? I, no. That's not turning it's, the tide, Silas. I mean, Kellen Mond, for three years now, we've looked for Kellen Mond to turn it. Right. And they just keep getting whooped. I feel like every year they march into Tuscaloosa, every year they host Alabama right. and get whooped. <laughs> so, no. I'm sorry. I just don't think I don't think they're gonna win out. They well, have a pretty easy schedule, but I think there's gonna be a hiccup. Really? Mm-hmm. Like a okay. And what what was your hard take? Like to who? Well, let's see. I mean, someone like Ole Miss, right? Someone like that, uh, because I mean, Kellen Mond in that offense, they're starting to get clicking a little bit. Okay, but. Can they do it on a consistent basis? And I'm not. I'm not saying. I'm me. I'm not saying that they are turning the tide. I just. I like hearing your take on it. Right. I. I don't. I feel the same exact way. Okay. Like Jimbo Fisher to me, like I think he's. I think he's fine. Mm-hmm. I think he's fine. I don't think. I can't see Texas A&M for the money they're giving him. It's not worth it. And no. they were like, "This is." Now here's the thing. People were saying his third year is always the year he turns it around. And this is the third year, so who knows? Yeah. Who knows? They are okay. seventh. I mean, They're seventh in the AP. They're ninth in the coaches' poll. So, yeah. I mean, in terms of in terms of on paper, yeah, they're turning it around. But like you said, will will it last? Will they will they win out? Mm-hmm. That's a big question. You don't you don't seem to believe that's the case. No. And one more thing, let's say if we put the Big Ten. In the SEC, right beside each other. Okay, and let's say there's a lot of hype for the on the Big Ten side for a team like Minnesota. Right. So I let's like compare. That. I like Minnesota. that choice. Yeah, let's take a team like Minnesota. Okay. And a team like Texas A&M, and you, you compare Alabama and Ohio State. Right. And if Minnesota were to walk into the into Columbus and lose fifty-two to twenty-four, there is no way they'd be seventh right now. And let's say they upset Penn State. You're, you're, but you're also saying that Texas A&M is equivalent. Like, Minnesota in the Big Ten is equivalent to Texas A&M in the SEC in terms of football? This year. Okay. This year, yep. And, and Minnesota stands at 21 in both AP Top 25 right. coaches poll. And I, yeah, and there's no way. That they would be okay, so they were twenty first after they lost to Alabama, and then they hopped to what eleven, right? After beating uh, Florida, <laughs> there's no way Minnesota would lose fifty two twenty four to Ohio State, and then beat Penn State and drop and bump that much. There's no way that loss was so bad. That loss was so bad to Ohio State. There's no way they're that good, right? They'd probably get, they'd probably be unranked the next week. They would have dropped out, yes. Yeah, okay. Absolutely. That's a really good point. Yeah. I like that. Okay. So, yes, on paper, they lost to Alabama. They might, it might look like they're turning the tide. But really, are they? Are they? Are yeah. they? So, okay. Uh, next topic, we got Oklahoma uh, this weekend. <laughs> and they play TCU. So, are they going to lose to TCU this Saturday? I mean, how do you say no? 
I mean, yeah, I'm being that guy today, you know? Okay. Like, how do you say, how can you be 100% confident in that they will go right in there and win? I think, in my opinion, Gary Patterson okay. is a better coach. He's a more experienced coach, let me well, say. He's, yeah, absolutely more experienced. Than Matt Campbell okay. and Chris Kleiman. Kansas State's coach who okay. beat him and Iowa State's coach who beat him. He's way more experienced, and it's in Fort Worth. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. We have thought before that Oklahoma is just going to go in there and win, and they lost twice. So I don't know if this is going to be any different. I think that they might be turning the tide a little bit after that win against Texas. Right. Um, Lincoln Riley might get him on track. Get Spencer Rattler, I mean, on track. So I don't know. It's hard telling. I would put money on Oklahoma. But I'm not 100% and not even close. How close of a game do you think it'll be? Do you think it'll be... Oh, it won't be, like, it won't be in wide margin. When they had Baker, Kyler, and Jalen, games wouldn't be wide margin. Right, right. Okay. Yeah, I like that. I like that. I feel like, I feel like Oklahoma, you don't really, we don't really know what what they're capable of right now. Because, like, Texas to me, so the, the Texas win, yeah, you beat Texas. Mm-hmm. Texas, Texas is in the same boat for me as Oklahoma. Like they are, like matchup wise. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we went to overtime a couple times. Like I don't. I feel like Oklahoma right now. We don't really know. They're so wishy washy, or how bad they are. Yeah, they could be. They could just be horrible because we honestly don't know how bad Texas is. Right. So right. Yeah. Moving they, on. Yes. Moving on. Moving on. We don't want to. We don't. We don't want to stay sour on that for. Too long. Mm-hmm. Sauce. Yes. California. Okay. We're going to predict the best teams in California this year. Oh, okay. I think that'll be fun. Yeah. This is, this is a guilty pleasure of mine doing this. Okay. Uh, I mean, let me think. So we got, let's name some teams here. Okay. We got California, Berkeley. Yep. We got USC. Yes. UCLA. Right. We've got San Diego State, which, I mean, let's just. Let's not even include that. Yeah, I mean, they're in California, but why mention them? Uh-huh. We got Stanford. Okay. And I think we'll stay there, because they're all in the... Uh, That's fine. So how many have we got? Four. Four of them. We got Stanford, uh, USC, UCLA, and California. Of the four, who do you got? Best team in California this year. They're going to hate me for this, but USC. I mean... Okay. They're, I mean... Boo! I know. Like, that's a boring pick. Boo! But, uh... Yeah, Keaton Slovis at QB, Ian Ross St. Brown. Um, they're, they're studs. I yeah. mean, but can Clay Helton coach them? Mm. I mean, they've got the talent. They get the recruits every year, but right. can they do it? I'm, I don't know. It's hard telling. <laughs> okay. I like USC. I hate saying that because every year it's like USC. Right. And I mean, it's not the coaching situation. You got David Shaw at Stanford, right? You got Chip Kelly at UCLA, uh huh. And you got the guy at California, right? But I just think that the talent gap is too high. Okay. Stanford's going down. Yes. California is just static. Yeah, but how do you feel about UCLA? UCLA is on the right track, but they're not there yet. Right. Okay. They're just not. They're getting out recruited. I think they're even getting out coached a little bit. Really, mm-hmm. Chip Kelly, he's the one who started that. He's one of the ones that started that uh, air raid offense. Yeah, and like everybody's doing that now. 
So right. he's just like in the pack a little bit now. He's not one of the leaders. He's he's kind of thrown into the middle of it. Right. He's like one of those pioneers that doesn't get respect anymore. Ooh. Wow. It's a little harsh side. I mean, it's Chip Kelly. Yeah, he's not doing anything, so that is true. That is true. I mean, what, what is there to talk about about California teams this year, really? Nothing that stands out to... Well, considering they don't start till November 7th. Yeah. I mean... It's almost like a battle between themselves. It's almost like a battle between Oregon and Oregon. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. So what's with Arkansas? Wow. What is with Arkansas? I saw something today that said they were sixth in the power rankings for the SEC. I don't think I remember the last time they were 13th in the SEC. <laughs> well, well, I mean, they look fine. They, it, it's a mess. It's a beautiful mess. Yeah, it's still, it's not good. It's not, um, it's not elite at all. You sound like uh, James Franklin. You yeah. sound like James. Uh, <laughs> Arkansas, yeah, they're not elite. If Penn State's not elite, Arkansas is not elite. Okay, so the coaching situation, perfect. They're in a perfect situation. Uh, Sam Pittman. Okay. Great hire there at Arkansas. Um, they're, they are on the right track. I mean, they should have beat Auburn. They beat right. Uh, they beat Ole Miss last week. They technically, they beat Auburn. They technically beat in, Auburn. In my opinion, that is a win. Yes. Because that is just ridiculous. Uh-huh. Okay. Yep, the refs blew that. But yeah, uh, continue. Arkansas is on the right track. I mean... There's there is a game against Texas A&M coming up. Yeah, that they can win. <laughs> it is in Fayetteville. I would love that. Yeah, I would love to see that. Oh, and they can do it. All these coaching hires: Mike Leach to Mississippi State, Lane Kiffin to Ole Miss, even the guy who went to Missouri. I don't even know his name. They had more hype than this guy, and right. he is taking Arkansas, who's bad. There was bad, and well, they're yes. making them something. Yeah. Okay. With Felipe Franks from And it's kind of exciting. It is. I feel like within the SEC, Arkansas this year is kind of like, do you remember Minesweeper, that game on, like, PC? That, like, (laughs) that old game, like, everybody had that, that, you know, that computer game, and Mm -hmm. Minesweeper was on it, that nobody knew how to play, but they would just click around until they got a bomb? I'm trying to picture it. Dude, come on. I know. Minesweeper. Okay, anyway. That's what Arkansas is like this year. Okay, I feel like I feel like with Arkansas, like there, you you don't think okay this 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 little block here, it's Arkansas. Don't have to worry about it. I'm I, I trust this block. I'm gonna click on it. Right. Boom! It's a bomb. Game over. I yeah. like I like that about Arkansas this year. I don't th- I don't feel like they're gonna they're gonna win too many upsets, but I feel like they might get one. And right, and uh, you know, he's much more likable. Sam Pittman than okay. uh, Brett Bielema. Oh, much more likable oh, of a sake. person. What like, are you talking about? <laughs> Bielema, that's my boy. Why did he leave Wisconsin? Like off track. But why did he leave? Okay, is it's that SEC train? I feel like the SEC was. He was he was in the Big Ten. Mm-hmm. He had a successful. Did, am I am I right? Did he coach Russell Wilson? I think. I'm not I, sure. Let me look. I'm not sure. I think. But he was, at, he was at a very successful Wisconsin at the time. Okay. Then the SEC comes around, and they're like, there was a lot of hype. Uh-huh. 
SEC was like all everyone was talking about. They were successful winning national championships. He was like, you know what? Everyone's being, getting like success over there. Mm-hmm. I feel like he went to the SEC because he thought he could be successful. Too bad he went to freaking Arkansas. Arkansas and I yeah. don't feel like I don't feel like he, he did was, stuff. He did stuff. He did stuff. He got the windmill winding. It was it was winding. It was yeah. It was turning. It was yes, like turning. It was it was it was it was creating wind. It was yeah. The wind was it a very slow breeze. Breeze. Yeah. It would it would cool a room. But it it didn't. <laughs> but it but no. But it didn't. There were never it a threat. Didn't freeze you. Right. I want to be freezing cold. I need some AC wind turbines, bro. And that was not that was not Bielema. No. No. That was Alabama. Yeah. Yeah, it was. Not no. Bielema. Not Bielema. Bama. Yes. So if you do like the equation thing with the little alligator. Oh, the uh, the greater than less than yes, sign. Yes. Yeah. Bama. Bielema. And and then you had the, the, the alligator mouth pointing towards Bama, not pointing like open towards open yeah there like eating go. it you know man like your teachers used to say yeah yep okay yeah did you figure out if Bielema did he coach Wilson I don't I don't know who cares I, I, no we don't want to talk about Bielema anymore um, <laughs> same thing with Arkansas how do you feel about Ole Miss okay not good not, not good, good. Uh, like okay six picks for this kid. I think it was a little bit of a hangover. Uh, oh gosh, it was a, it was a bit of a hangover. Yeah. I mean, they put up forty eight against Alabama. Yeah, he's like, I'm just gonna slant, right? <laughs> and what, that's one thing they didn't do against Alabama was throw a lot. Okay, they ran and ran and ran. Right. Well, he's like, oh, well, and they would this they Alabama. Would, I'm just gonna throw the crap out of this ball. Right. And they would they would uh, throw it randomly. Yeah. For big plays, mm. they would get Alabama biting, and boom, they beat them. Right, uh, but there's there there. If you look back at that game, their defense just didn't do it. Oh gosh, it was bad. Whew. I I feel like I feel like the positivity we s- somehow talked about with Arkansas. Like it's like the total opposite. Yeah, it's, feeling yeah. with Ole Miss, even though they did that to Alabama. Like no, I don't care. That was that was just not good on Alabama's part. Exactly the whole Ole Miss thing. That just it needs to die because I don't I don't see anything there. Yep, I mean one, two, three, four, five, six picks. Yeah, that's two like, of them being pick sixes, I think. Yeah, that is ridiculous. That is very very ridiculous. Fourteen points off of two picks. Mm-hmm. You know why? What? It's because Arkansas's jerseys they look just like Oklahoma. It's insane. It did, didn't it? They look just like Oklahoma. Wow. Maybe it's them jerseys. They just need a new color scheme. Well, I guess. I thought the colors looked pretty similar. Okay. I mean, in my opinion, the colors looked like perfect. If you put Oklahoma and Arkansas on the field that day. Yeah. You'd be confused. Yeah. You'd be confused. Yeah. Okay. That concludes our second and eight, Silas. Wow. Yeah. So we're moving on. The slant pass. The slant pass, yes. They grabbed our shoelace.
moving the chains, Silas. Yes. Remove. You don't move the chains until you get a first down. <laughs> That's what I was trying to say earlier. Well, I want them to move for my third and four. Well, they can just, like, tiptoe a little bit. Okay. Yeah. That's fine. The Big Ten is back. Finally. We're going to be talking about the games this week. Okay. For the Big Ten. Okay. And I mean, of course, we're going to start with the Nebraska at Ohio State game. Mm-hmm. Um, is there anything to talk about there other than Nebraska's New Jerseys? What the heck are those? I mean, I feel I mean, we we talked about this earlier, and you said something kind of funny, to where like Nebraska. Oh yeah, the trailer. Yeah. For their jerseys was a horror movie. Right. They had like a commercial promoting like trying to get Nebraska fans hype. Uh huh. Yeah, because like hey. Be scared, because this is going to be ugly. <laughs> and I like that Ohio State's staying quiet about it. Like, I think they're just going to show up on the field, and okay. that's going to be a horror movie. Right, it's like... That was the joke. Yeah, so, yeah, absolutely. It was it was funnier when you said it earlier. Yeah, it was, yeah. It was very funny. Um, Nebraska, Ohio State, do you have anything to say about that game? I mean, Nebraska's going to try. Mm. Scott Frost said earlier today... Uh, he believes Ohio State's going to be ready. Okay. He hopes they are. <laughs> they don't even sound confident. So no. that might be a nightmare there in Columbus might for be. the Cornhuskers. Oh, my goodness. And it's sad because, like, Nebraska, I mean, their, their football program used to be legit. Yeah. But, like, I feel like with, now, with as over the years with the Alabamas, with the Clemsons now, the Ohio State's like Nebraska. Like, who wants to go play football in Nebraska? Right now, like Clemson is the new version of Nebraska. Right, that's a good point. I think yeah, Nebraska was always one, two, or three, and that's what Clemson is nowadays. And just think about like if you think thirty years down the road, Clemson might be awful. Mm. Who knows? Because Dabo sure won't be coaching. It, how many, I hope not. It, you said thirty years. Oh, he'll be out there. <laughs> it would be like Bill Schneider. He'll still be dabbing. And doing his little uh, locker room dance. TikToks, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, okay, Nebraska to Ohio State. Um, look out for those Nebraska jerseys. Now, expect one more thing for that game. Expect Ohio State's defense to be a little bit not as dominant. It could be a little It could be a little ugly at first. Oh, yeah, and they'll just get right into it, though. Yeah, it's going to be I mean, weird. you lose two first-round picks, two top five picks. Yeah. I mean... Yep, that's gonna hurt a little bit, even for like, a team like Ohio State. I feel like there's gonna be rust for every team in the Big Ten this weekend, mm-hmm. uh, deservingly. Yep. Yeah, and I don't want people to be like, "Oh, what's the Big Ten doing? Like, what's wrong?" Right, and I think that's a that's uh, why Penn State and Michigan both are on upset alert. It's because they're on the road. It's not like they yeah. have their home like stadium. Ohio State's at home, mm-hmm. but then you got Penn State, you've got Michigan. And they're not. Right. So, like, you could be a little rusty at first, and you're not even in your state, which can... that I mean, that affects things a little yeah, bit. Yeah, absolutely. Even if there is only 16,000 fans. Like, that can affect things. Yeah, so. okay. Well, now that we're talking about that, Penn State at Indiana is another one I wanted to highlight. Because Indiana, like, I mean, they're, they're not as good as Penn State, mm-hmm. but Indiana, like, they just... They, they, they don't stop trying so hard. Right. They just, they're tryhards. They're go-getters, yes. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, they're like the JV team. 
Yeah, they're like, okay, we're against the varsity. We're going to see if we're, we can get the varsity to run laps today. Yes. That's that's what Indiana... That's Indiana, yep. Yeah, it's like, let's just go out there and try our darndest. That was very disrespectful to Indiana fans, but... Uh, yeah, You but, guys have the movie Hoosiers, so... Yeah, like, why do you watch football? Right. Penn State at Indiana, what do you have to say? This is going to be, uh, like, a 34-27 type of game. Okay. Where I think Indiana will be up, like, 14 nothing. Man, that's... Okay. And then, like, Penn State will trickle back, 14-14, 21-21. Yeah, they'll get, they'll get excited. one of them will pull away. One of them will get, like, 35, 34, but and the you, other will be down by two touchdowns, something like that, and then they'll score at the end. And you, you do feel like Penn State will pull it off? Yes, because we're, I'm we're a coward. Because um, you're a coward? Yes, I'm a coward. I thought you said because you're a coward. Like, Colin Coward. No, like, I'm a coward. Right. You're scared. Yeah, I'm scared. You're scared to say Indiana will beat them? Yes. You know, even Indiana, though it would not shock me. In the at slightest? All. Look, no Micah Parsons. Yeah, we're not throwing any disrespect to Indiana. I'd say, I'd say we're giving them, we're throwing them a bone. We're like, hey, you have a really good chance go to beat Penn fetch, State. Go fetch tryhards. Go, go beat this not elite Penn State team. Go get it. Poor James. <laughs> all right, Michigan and Minnesota. That one, uh, I mean, I want to hear your take on this because I feel I feel like I know what you're gonna say, and it's not in the Wolverines' favor. So hit me. Okay, you're right. Okay. Um, yes. I just don't think there's any reason why Michigan should even be favored. Wow. Wow. I mean, what Michigan's 18th right now, and Minnesota's 21st. Okay. I mean, you already get three points to your side because you're home, which helps Minnesota, but. I like Minnesota. I like them. Okay. Yeah, Rashad Bateman opting back in. Yeah. Instead of going to the draft. And they're home? Yes, they're home. And uh, I think if you look back at Michigan's openers, it's not pretty. Okay. It's not pretty. I mean, the one year they beat Florida, but Florida was, they had what, Jim McElwain as their head coach. They were not what they are now. No, absolutely not. But they did lose to Notre Dame on the road. Yeah, that's a big opener. They always have big openers. Yeah, they did not. The Big Ten did not give Michigan a favorable schedule at all. No, no, no. They have. I'm Wisconsin expecting too, like three right? losses from Michigan. Uh, yeah, they have Wisconsin. They have Penn State. At least three losses. I know. Yeah. So I do not expect Michigan to win. Okay. I think they can. I think they can too. I think they they can, but just don't. Yeah. Look. It'd be for cool it. to see. It'd be cool to see Minnesota pull that one off. Um, right, row the boat. Row the boat. Yeah, yeah. Especially against Michigan. Yeah, just keep rowing that boat. Yeah, that's where college game day is going. That'll be a good game. That'll be a good it'll game. be. A, it'll be a good game. I'm excited. I'm just I'm happy ex- it's back. I know. It's good to see. Like college football is college football, but honestly, without the Big Ten, like it's just like it's you're missing you're missing that 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 weird uncle that you have to have. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. like it's the party doesn't start until the Big so, Ten's here. Yeah. Yeah. So come on, weird uncle. Uh, keep talking about the Big Ten here. What? Are, who are the best players in the Big Ten? Who are your top five? Okay. Big Ten? Obviously, Sam, Justin Fields. Justin Fields. Boom. Uh, staying with Ohio State, you got Sean Wade on defense. Okay. Uh, then you got Rashad Bateman for Minnesota. Yeah. Yep. Opting back in. Uh, Micah Parsons would have definitely been on this list. Oh, absolutely. But he stayed out, which kills yeah, Penn State. That is a big. Another reason why Indiana 
Could win. Yeah, yep. absolutely. Because uh, I just don't feel like they're expecting to win. It's not like they they don't want it as much. Like I feel like the teams that want it more, yeah. their guys can That JV team wants it. Yes. They, they want it. They want to see those laps ran. And Minnesota hasn't even hit that varsity level. Right. Like, if you look at the past. Okay. They're starting to. They're creeping up. That's why Rashad Bateman comes back. Yeah. Momentum for them. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so then you said uh, Justin Fields. Justin Fields. Sean Wade. Yep. Uh, not Michael Parsons. Rashad Bateman. Rashad Bateman. Rondale Moore. Rondale Moore. Rondale Moore. Okay. Rondale Moore. Uh, what do you really like Really good wide receiver for... Purdue. Uh, he's a little guy. Okay. Uh, really explosive. He's the one that killed Ohio State as a freshman. That's right. Like, couldn't tackle him. Ohio State just did not come to play. They couldn't tackle him. And he's a... He would, that would make he, would have, he almost went to the draft. He opted back in. Okay. And then last, I've got Hutchinson for uh, Michigan. Uh, I mean, he's good. I don't, I don't really know... Like, a whole lot about him. Aiden Hutchinson? Yeah. Okay. Yep. No, yeah, his dad played for them back in the 1980s and 90s. So, yeah, he's a good player. That's who my fifth player is, Aiden Hutchinson, Michigan. Uh, But the others are, like, head and shoulders. And he's a defensive lineman? Yep. All right. Yep. Okay. Yeah, that's a good five. Mm -hmm. I mean, obviously, Justin Fields... Then, like, I didn't want to put it... I could have put another Ohio State player on there. Yeah, but... Honest. I mean, yeah. Let's just name... I mean, you got Trey Sermon didn't make it on there. Trey, yeah. Uh, Trey Sermon, even Chris Olave. Ma- Master Teague. Yeah, even I mean, Master Teague. Yeah, so anyway. Wyatt Davis. Right. We, we could just name Ohio State players and say they're the best in the Big Ten all day. But, <laughs> uh, so, as we talked about earlier, Michigan, they'll be lucky to win, right? I think so. I don't, and I think if Michigan doesn't win, right, fans will be infuriated. Okay, because I think they're expecting to win. Michigan fans expect to win. Yeah, which is, I mean, okay, but Harbaugh is in deep trouble. I think. I don't feel that way. I feel like he's fine. I I don't. Know. It's Harbaugh. just starting to. It's like Tom Herman a little bit. Like, it's just starting to, like, rise to the surface. Okay. Like, holy crap, do something. Yeah. Um, yeah, okay. I mean, that's that's a topic for another day. Yeah. I feel like Harbaugh is, is love him or hate him, he, he, he has to put up with a lot. Oh, yeah. In Ohio. It's highlighted. It's, his losses in the top 25 are highlighted. Yeah. Yes. And I think... He's doing what other like he's doing what all the past Michigan coaches have done. Yeah, but it's because Ohio State is just you've on got a you've got the three teams. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, let, the th- the three teams consistently: Clemson, Alabama, Ohio State. Mm-hmm. Harbaugh, I feel, is really trying his best. They're not even they're not even close to being on that level no. of those three teams. And unfortunately, the biggest rivalry in sports. Michigan has to play Ohio State every year. Yep. And they're, no matter how, many, how good they are, how many games uh, they win leading up to the, the game, Ohio mm-hmm. State tops off every time. Yep. So it yeah. is what it is. Until you can find a, a Ryan Day or a Dabo Sweeney that, that's, that can and take maybe, over Michigan maybe Michigan fan, Maybe Michigan fans are a little bit delusional. 
maybe they think they deserve better. And I think this goes with Texas, too. I think they deserve something better than Jim Harbaugh, even though Jim Harbaugh is doing things historically that Michigan hasn't seen before. That's true. But they, they, they want... They, they're Michigan. They, w- they want to be better. <laughs> I know. I'm sorry, Michigan fans. That's true. That's true. But he's doing stuff that Michigan has never seen before, but he just can't it would suck. finish. It would suck as a Michigan fan to never see your team beat Ohio State unless Luke Fickle's coaching or, or you're <laughs> in the playoff. Like, or like you never get to see Michigan in the playoff. Yeah. They almost did. They were at the peak a few years ago. Yeah, and High State said, yeah, I don't think so. They were getting five stars left and right. Now it's starting to deteriorate a little bit. They're getting fours, threes. Yeah. Well, the, also the Harbaugh hype is gone. Yep. Like when he first came, they were like, oh, my son's going to play for Harbaugh. Anyway, Alabama-Tennessee. <laughs> the third week of October rivalry. Oh, great. Alabama-Tennessee game. Let's talk about that a little bit. A little bit, please. Yeah, what's not... Dive deep into that, especially after Tennessee. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. It's in Tennessee. It's in Tennessee. No, guys. I mean, yeah, it's in Knoxville. But Where's that? So was last week's game against <laughs> Kentucky when they ran it up on them. Yeah. Yep. Jeremy Pruitt, that train just crashed. Yeah. That And burned. I think I think he needs to get an elite quarterback because Jarrett Garantano uh-huh. ain't doing it. Mm-hmm. He's not doing it. Okay. He's throwing picks left and right. I, I remember watching him three years ago. I feel like he's been at Tennessee since he was 12. He acts He's 12. been there forever. I remember Jeremy Pruitt grabbing his face mask, yelling at him. That's true. Yeah. What? what? It's stained in my mind. You remember that? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was nuts. It happened when I was two. Yeah. Garantano um, been there since forever. Right, yeah. Um, and your prediction? Alabama. By 40. By 40. Yes, because Tennessee's offense can't do it. 40 like, points? Alabama will win by 40. Holy crap. Okay. Tennessee. Whew. Yeah, they're, they're, they're always ranked higher than they should they be. They lost by, what, 23 to Georgia, and Georgia's offense isn't even that good? Yeah. That concludes our third and four. Yes! We're not moving the chains! Oh, we didn't get there. It's fourth and goal. Oh, man. I'm excited. I'm good. I'm good in clutch, clutch time. Fourth and goal is easy though. We're right there, and all we have to do is our predictions for the week. We can do and we've pretty back. much done all of that. We've pretty much already done our predictions for the week. Right. Yeah. So we're just gonna review that. Okay. Alabama, Tennessee. You had Alabama by forty. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah. Most professional pickers don't pick like such high numbers. Yeah. But like, I just don't see how it's any closer. I don't either. Like, what the heck? I say Alabama wins pretty easy. I don't think they'll put up that much. Um, but if they do, I won't be surprised either. Okay. Ohio State, Nebraska. Um, I say Ohio State. That's my prediction. I'm not even going to give a score because, you know what, I have no idea. Ohio State, not a problem. Okay, yeah, I think Ohio State might come out slow. That's one of my, like, hot takes is that they're going to – the first ten minutes might be – I don't know, 7 nothing, uh, 10 nothing. Ohio State, which is saying something. Because, like, that's not even slow to some right, teams. Right, right. But uh, the, the game will end with a pretty handy score for Ohio State. Right, okay. Uh, Penn State, Indiana? Uh, up for grabs for me, 
I'm going to say Penn State holds off. Okay. Indiana on In the a road. close one? Yeah, very close. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I wish I could be that kind to Indiana. I think I think Penn State will they'll take care of business pretty handily. I think it'll be slow start for both teams. Okay. But I got Penn State uh, by a pretty good margin. Yeah, they'll both be 1-0 going into October 31st against Ohio State. Ohio State and Penn State will be okay. one So you meant Indiana. Indi- Indiana and Penn State will both they'll both be one and They'll both be one and after this week. Iowa State, Oklahoma State. Who you got? All right, well, the Cyclones are playing good football after that ugly first loss to Louisiana. Right. Uh Louisiana lost last week, so like that whole Louisiana's good. Yeah. That's that's over. That, yeah, that's not a thing. Anymore. They shouldn't have lost that game. Right. But I got the Pokes at home. Okay. I got them. I'm going to give a score of 35-21. I okay. think Iowa State will be the probably one of the better offenses that they see. Yeah. But the Pokes will win. Okay. I I agree with Oklahoma State winning. I think it'll be like I think it'll be a really close game though, pretty much up until the end. Okay. That's all I got. Uh and finally Michigan Minnesota. Silas? I got Minnesota. All right. Um there's no way I can pick Michigan. I'm going Minnesota as well. I think it'll be close. Okay. Very close. I've got something for us. Do you hear the bells? I hear them now. <laughs> I hear the bells. We haven't moved the chains, but somehow we got a second chance. It's our Hail Mary. We ran backwards with our running back. Or our yeah. We're at- <laughs> it's our Hail Mary. Our final thoughts and hot takes. Silas, I'd love to hear your hot takes. Okay. Texas. Loses their third straight game. Oh, my goodness. Home to Baylor. Uh, Baylor came off. I mean, they haven't played much ball, to be honest. They played, what, two games? Right, so that's a really hot take. Postpone, postpone, game, game, postpone, postpone. I don't like Texas, though, at all. No, I just think they're, yeah. It's like like Taco Bell when it's, like, in the car for four hours. Oh, my goodness. That's, like, in a hot car on a summer summer day. In Nevada. Who does that? Texas. Texas does that. Texas does that. Baylor will win with Dave Aranda as the new head coach. Baylor struggled against West Virginia, got postponed against Oklahoma State. They will take down Texas. Okay. I like that a lot. And that would be really cool going into into the Oklahoma State game. Yes. And to have, uh, if Baylor were to pull it off against Texas, then you got Oklahoma State, and they pull it off this weekend. Uh, let's see. Excuse me. Who do they play? Uh, Iowa State. I'm sorry. So yeah, that would be really good if I- Oklahoma State were to beat Iowa State, Baylor beats ba- Texas. Yep. And you got them too. Oklahoma State would have all the momentum later on. And when when did they reschedule that game? December 12th. Okay. Oh, well, that's a while away. But yep. uh, yeah, that'd be cool. I like that hot take. Um, and I feel like that concludes our first episode. Of yes. This. Yeah. That's good. You got anything else? I'm good. I mean, we got to talk about a lot of stuff here. Silas, I've had fun. Yes, I have too. This is cool. It, I mean, we're, we're learning. We've got our kinks out of the way. The first episode's probably the scariest. Yeah. But uh, that was real good. So, uh, guys, watch college football this weekend. Watch it. Yes. Come back next week. We will be talking about uh, the Big Ten. About the Big Ten and see how, see how they did. Uh, hopefully everything went well. Yeah. Uh, stay safe with everything. 
Uh, come back next week. Every week we're going to have an episode talking about uh, college football and how everything's playing out for the season. Uh, that's it. That's yeah, awesome. I'm, yep. Peace. We'll see you guys. <laughs>